Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, this is Nicole here as an introduction to today's episode. Today's episode is a little bit different than what you are likely used to. In today's episode, Cami and I were having a very interesting conversation around social media and both of the businesses that we have built over the years through social media. And I just decided to hit record so that you can come behind the scenes of the conversations that Cami and I have that we usually have before actually hitting record and deciding on an episode topic. But today is just a real and raw conversation that you can likely also relate to. So let's dive in and enjoy the episode. So I was talking to this woman here in Paris and she has grown her business a lot. She is now a, she's kind of like a fashion blogger, but she, I feel like fashion blogger is something that's so kind of like OG, but she has grown from like a fashion blog to now she has kind of like a production agency and she does a lot of production for like big brands here in Paris, like Dior, Chanel and things like that. And she does like a specific type of photo and stuff and media production. And we were talking about kind of like trends and media and things like that. And where, where are we going basically with communication and social media and advertising? And she said, she said, I made a lot of different predictions along the, this past years since I've been having my fashion blog and she said that she was always right she always got it right and I asked her because we're talking about TikTok because TikTok is something that I can see that it's really it's big and everything but there's still something in there I don't know energetically that like throws me off and we and she agreed kind of like agrees with me and I was asking her okay then if your predictions were always right then what is your prediction for the past for the next you know i don't know x years and she said that she thinks that youtube is making a very big comeback because the rise of video is undeniable but now with the huge like tiktok and short form content you can see that people are it's always like a trend that has like a trend and then the counter trend the trend and then the counter trend like trends always work like that it's like the extremely clean aesthetic person and then like the ex- extremely dirty aesthetic you know it's always kind of back and forth and based on the idea of like how short form is short form content video is rising she can tell that she thinks that youtube is going to be the next platform that's going to have like a big rise in the next years and i can see that happening as well like even with my own kind of consuming behaviors like content consuming behaviors I can see myself wanting a little bit more depth and like wanting to feel more connected to the person that is in front of me. Then I don't know if that's going to happen as like with vlogs or educational purposes, things. But I think that when you unite everything together, you can see a little bit of, you know, the TikTok, like why does TikTok, why is TikTok so big? I feel like it's the rawness of it, the honesty of it, the... um, the sensation of it's not edited, you know, it's like something really 
there and real and people they show up without makeup or they show up in whatever state they're in with their houses in whatever state and then they're creating from that place it's so easy to create from that place and i remember in the beginning of youtube it was like the backdrop you know the makeup the the fashion hall and you had to be like in this perfect state and the camera was clean and everything and i feel like if you put them together you have kind of a short form content video that is really real and raw and vulnerable and i feel like for example emma chamberlain i don't know if you know her she's someone that i believe that grew a lot on youtube because of that new version of doing things kind of like not the makeup version of her it was more the raw honest version of her then we go back to what we're talking about with the whole authenticity the whole alignment with yourself and being true to yourself and innovating in your unique way but not innovating just because you're innovating innovating because you want to innovate because that's the way that you want to do things so instead of fitting into the mold of what YouTube looks like right now or what TikTok looks right like looks like right now, it's this idea of being of allowing yourself to dabble with something new and innovating, but not because of the sake of innovating, but because of the you being honest with yourself in how you want to be showing up. So if you want to be showing up with the makeup on, then you are recording with the makeup on if you don't want to be showing up with the makeup on then you don't but you're not doing this because emma chamberlain did it or because you know zoella you know like the old really og youtuber did it i don't know if that makes sense but i really like this kind of approach and i can see youtube having a rise in that but i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i really liked her perspective i have a few things that came to mind about that so somebody on instagram who i follow recently did a poll and she has like a pretty big following and I was really interested in these results and it was basically saying like which content do you consume more of and it was there was only three options it was blog podcast and YouTube and at the end of the 24 hours she shared the results and it was literally 50 50 50 like complete and for me personally I was like oh like probably YouTube and then maybe podcast like I don't read blogs anymore I'm like who is reading blogs but I guess because it's like a travel account and so people are interested in that for like travel and whatnot but I found that really interesting and it just went to show me that like you you always think that what you consume is what everyone else consumes like you think everybody has the same behaviors and actions as you which is so not the case but also I was listening to a podcast a really great podcast and he actually, it's called Wealthy Way. He has episodes, I, like he doesn't have a schedule. I know we were talking about this before I hit record, but he doesn't have a schedule. It's like every, sometimes every day, sometimes every two days, he's just like constantly uploading new episodes and, you know, that works for him. And he even, he's very transparent about how like podcasting is a long game. He has like multiple hundreds of episodes now, but he had a guest on and in the episode I was listening to it, they were talking about what they need to do in order to like build their brand and their personal brand. And both of them, him and the guest, were saying that they believed that podcasting was the number one way. Even the guest was saying that he grew his YouTube to like 100,000 and it just wasn't fast enough. He was like, the podcast had more value. And and yeah, it was so, it's so interesting. I think how people, and I think long form is on the rise because you can also take long form very easily and make it into short form content which I am kind of doing now because I'm just like I am not 
I'm not making separate pieces of content for everything. Like I already make two different pieces of long form content and like I'm not making different short form content. But yeah, I, I found it was really interesting. And then the one other thing that comes to mind, I heard someone saying recently was that the podcasting is really the only type of media you can consume while you're doing anything else. Usually YouTube, you're looking at the screen, short form, you're scrolling. Podcasting, you can be doing, you can listen to a podcast, not record the podcast, hopefully, but like you can listen to the podcast while you're doing the dishes, while you're eating, which is something I do all the time. And sometimes I'll do that with YouTube and I'll, I'll just like not watch the video as much. But YouTube, and I think we're all kind of the same in this, you're, you're drawn to the video because you know it's a video platform. So I found that really interesting. And I do think having one form of media, I would love to get down to this eventually. But right now I feel like I'm creating so many different types, forms of media. But having one form of media and then just kind of taking everything from that and creating more pieces of content from that, which is exactly what this podcast host does. He, you know, takes his podcast, he has somebody splice it up, the Hormozy clips, easy, done. And that's his whole Instagram and probably his TikTok. But then TikTok, oh my gosh, like I just, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, I just, I'm not a fan of that platform. I will never start scrolling on that platform. Like it's just not of interest to me. I've actually started scrolling recently. I find, I'm sharing this because I find all this data very interesting when I hear people of like how they utilize these platforms. I've started consuming YouTube shorts actually as like my piece of short form content because reels, I'm sorry, it's always the same. It's like five to 10 seconds. There's words on the screen. Like I'm so bored and honestly, I'm so over it. TikTok is just like, no. And then now they have like 10 minute videos. Like I feel like they're trying to be a YouTube, but you need to have like speeding up. I'm not going to listen to I was listening to this girl talk for three minutes about how she learned seven languages and there was no like 0.5 or two speed. And so I was just like, I can't. I'm wasting too much time on this. And so I've started scrolling more on YouTube shorts because YouTube knows what I like because I'm subscribed to the content that I like, which is learning about, you know, taxes and residencies and how other people are creating their videos so that I can create either similar or different videos. And so kind of that type of content is what I like and YouTube knows that. So YouTube shorts gives me those shorts. And then I like Mr. Beast. So they also give me the Mr. Beast short. <laughs> and so it, it knows what I want. Whereas Instagram, it's just like, it's a different vibe. And honestly, I'm not, I'm not really about that vibe. I feel like when you have an interest in something specific, you want to see content on that. And Instagram is not the place for me. So those are a few of my recent realizations and maybe hot takes. For me personally, but it's so interesting because, for example, I have been uploading my podcast on the on YouTube and I feel like people engage with it, you know, like people comment on it and everything. And I'm like, do you? I, yeah. I don't know. Cause I don't watch podcasts on YouTube. I always am listening to them in some kind of platform. Cause I also like podcasts because I can do something else while I'm listening to it. But I have a friend of mine one day, she was, she asked me, Oh, do you have your podcast on YouTube? Because I found that I can't listen to podcasts. Like I prefer to watch. Like I, I found I finally discovered that I like video casts. So I need to have the video in front of me so I can, I don't know, like focus or enjoy it. I don't know. And it was so interesting to hear her saying that because she's my age, you know. I and that's something that I never even thought of. So I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that everyone consumes content in a different way, and it's so interesting to see that. I think that this is a good thing for anyone that's listening because if 
anyone that you're following right now is telling you go focus on X because X is going to blow up or go focus on X because it's from X that you're going to get your business to blow up or your business to grow or whatever. That's bullshit. No one knows what's the best platform for you other than you, because if you don't get enjoyment out of being there, you're not going to be able to sustain the content. So even though TikTok has the algorithm that will make you be found more easily in comparison to Instagram, for example, if you can't stand TikTok, you won't be able to create content for it every single day or every single week. So why would you even force yourself to be on that platform if that's not what you authentically want and it's not where your alignment is at? So I think that is so important because if people are still making money off of blogs, like if you saw that 50% of the people voted for blogs, if people are still reading blogs, then there is a huge opportunity in blogs. If you want to create content for blogs, you know, if you want to have a blog or whatever, you'll make it work. So I think it's this idea of like there's so many different experts bombarding us with information about every single platform and the data of every single platform and where we should be as content creators. When in reality, it's so much about you understanding, yes, the data and everything, but ultimately what makes sense for you. Because if you can't stand creating short form content, then like just don't force yourself to be there, you know? And I think it's really about the content that you enjoy creating and the content that you enjoy consuming and everything. For example, for me, like I don't consume YouTube shorts. I have never understood them for real, but I love YouTube. TikTok, I can kind of like I go through phases with it, to be honest, but it's really easy for me to not get obsessed with it. While for other people, it's really easy to get obsessed with it. Instagram is my favorite platform, but mainly because of stories and engagement with like DMs and being able to be in contact with people and like dumps, like photo dumps, you know, like I love seeing them. I love that kind of like Gen Z dirty aesthetic kind of like mood to the photo dumps. Honestly, I don't, I post reels. I don't consume them. I've never in my life. No, that's a lie. I only click on the reel tab when I'm creating content that I need to see like some kind of trending audio for clients not even for myself if it's for myself like I don't even use that much trending audios but that's the only reason I'll, I'll, why I'll click on the reels tab otherwise I don't want to see them like I don't care you know other uh, if they show up on my on my on my feed that's something but I'm never like purposefully like oh let me scroll through reels that doesn't happen at all i don't know if instagram would just focus on stories and making stories discoverable in a way to other people and on like carousel posts i feel like they they could make a lot of it's so funny because i've always said ever since they first came out with reels i was like i can go on tiktok for this i don't care about this quite honestly i want the stories and the photos like still to this day when people post photos i am so much more i scroll through like the whole carousel like i am so much more engaged in the photos whereas like if it's a real like oh it's a real but when they really like took away photos not took them away but like really we're focusing much much less on them and reels was the focus i was just like i'm not even into instagram anymore but easily photos and stories to me are the most interesting parts of Instagram. But I also feel like once you figure out like where your people and your community is, like you go towards that platform. So it's like, yes, I have a great community on Instagram, but like YouTube, 
for me is more so where it's at right now. And so I'm spending like easily 50% or less of my time on Instagram than I was before. And I used to post stories all the time. And now I'm posting on YouTube and Twitter and my Twitter had like one of my tweets went viral. And it's just like, that's where the people, the things that I enjoy talking about, that is where they are, you know? And it's like, now I'm, I'm paying for Twitter. I'm not paying for Instagram. <laughs> also about, you know, like, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you enjoy? What do you enjoy consuming? Because on Twitter, I love seeing other people posting news articles and news articles in the space that I'm in and about things that I talk about. And then I can retweet and I can look them up and I can share my own news articles or own blog posts or YouTube videos, whatever it's going to be. Um, so for, you know, that works more. And I have a much more engaged audience there who are actually interested in, oh, what is it like in Viña del Mar in Chile, you know? And then I posted about cost of living all over Latin America and that one went viral and people were so interested and people have opinions and kind of same as YouTube, you know, people always will have opinions, sometimes not the best, but it's just kind of where your people are. And then I feel like from there, like that's just naturally where you're going to spend. Yeah. And what I love about that is that ultimately in your business, when you're building it and you're creating content on it, normally you are part of your people, like you're, you are part of your tribe. So normally I won't say that that's a rule of thumb, but normally your behavior in terms of consuming content will be very similar to those of the people that you want to 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 communicate with and to uh, oh my god there's uh, this word that's really perfect to to it's not achieve it's to to reach oh my god yes to the to the people that so it's normally also very similar to those of the people that you want to reach so i think that it's really interesting to know yourself and then kind of unravel why am i here on this platform what type of content do i consume and is my target audience is my people like are my people are my is my tribe my community here on this platform as well because and i think that there is a big thing in regards to social media that i am currently trying to dismantle and i don't know i'll keep you posted in some years from now as to whether this is going to work or not but I feel like, and this is something that we were talking about before a little bit, and it's the shoulds of social media, the things that you should be doing with a capital S to grow on whatever platform it is. And I think that on Instagram, and it's hard to like to go against it because you see it so clearly. Like when I make a post as a reel, I grow my number of followers. It's I can see it. When I post my a photo dump of my life, my friends like it, you know, and I'm not necessarily growing in numbers of followers that will maybe engage with my content. Maybe I am, but like, it's not, you know, so easy to see it, quote unquote, let's say. And I think that, however, I also think that it's like, I, and it's my, it's my obsession with alignment, you know, it's like, I don't want to post because I want to grow my audience i want to post because i enjoy what i'm posting and am i enjoying to post this reel sometimes i am you know and then i'll post it or am i posting this reel just so the algorithm will know that you know and all of this shoots in the mind and then it's like i'm not allowing myself to post a photo dump because it doesn't go with my brand quote unquote but then it's like when i look at the content creators that i really admire and that i like 
they don't care about their like cohesiveness in terms of Instagram. And so why am I forcing myself to stay in this shoots and the molds of the platforms and be dictated by them instead of showing up as my authentic, weird, quirky self, even if I don't have the exponential number of followers that I'm going to get, at least I'm being myself, you know? So I think that that's also kind of something that I've been dabbling with because it's really interesting to think of all of the times that we're posting, not because we want to post genuinely and because we're like feeling the alignment and the intuition to do so, but rather because it's like, I need to post the reels because the reels are going to get the engagement, blah, 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 you know, and sometimes it's not, it doesn't work. And then you only get like 100 views and then you're pissed at Instagram. But it's really like, why, why did you even force yourself? I think we have all been there. Like, I feel like that's just the unfortunate reality of today's reality. But yeah, this was a really interesting conversation, a very candid talk that really just came from us hopping on and planning to record and then just talking about life and how things are going. So yeah, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode, this talk between Cami and I for our Digital Nomad Digest segment. And we will be back next Friday with another episode. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.